charge down with CBND, where we take an hour of your day to speak about the greatest game of all, Rugby League. How are you doing, CB? I'm well, mate. I'm well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. I um, Every time I do that intro, I get to, like, the words are coming out of my mouth, and then it gets to the point where I'm like, I'm going to stumble over this, I'm going to stumble <laughs> over this, and I don't stumble over it, so. No, you, mate, you, you're on point. You're yeah, on point. Um, yeah, I so. find myself doing it randomly at other points <laughs> of my life where I'm just like, like I'll meet someone for the first time or someone I haven't seen for a while and I'll be like, yo. <laughs> so, just um, roll into it and then yeah, the conversation started and then who knows, it's not a listener. That's it. It's good. Spreading the word. Um, but yeah, hell of a lot's happening in the NRL, obviously, as per usual. But somehow it just seems like there's more than, more than yeah. there used to be. Yeah, this... Um, Last couple of weeks, but in particular, the last sort of five days have just been fucking mental. Yeah, yeah, it's um, um it's things are really starting to heat up. The um, rumor mill, the rumor mill is alive and well. It really is. It really is. Uh, let's kick it off with some signing stuff. Really, um, couple of couple of signings for the Cowboys. Let's go over them real quick. We have, uh, yeah, as I said, two new signings. The Cowboys pick up two new halves, both. Number sevens, in my opinion, but um, they pick up Chad Townsend from 2022 to the end of 2024, um, and the same with Tom Dearden, who makes his exit from the Broncos, which uh, mm. took me off guard. I was surprised by it. I didn't think it was going to happen. Well, I didn't think that he was going to leave. I thought they were going to build yeah. around him, but hey, one thing can change, and like you blink and you miss it. Yeah, I assume that Kevy felt that he wasn't the one yeah you know he's he's i think this calls come from kevy okay because if you think about it last year with a different coach like that all the talk was that he's the future yeah and then you know pretty quickly kevy's moved to say and they didn't even make him an offer now it's come to it's come to light that they didn't even make him an offer yeah so that's pretty that's a pretty clear statement that they were they were comfortable because they've got they got other plans yeah, refresh my, my memory real quick. After Seabold got the boot, who stepped in there? In what do you mean? At the Broncos. Um, because he got kicked off like what halfway through the season, or three quarters left through the season. There was definitely a lot of games that he didn't true. coach, but I don't remember who coached them. Uh, yeah, I don't know. You've caught me. I can't remember. Yeah. I was just thinking about it because I like at the start of the year, um, all this talk of talk from Kevy saying that he really loves Milford and the way that like how they can actually build a club around Milford. But yeah. um, and then one week, obviously, I think the fans and the, the world got to him and he dropped him um, and they all loved it. So I don't know. I don't yeah. know. We, um, we'll get into the team list later, but. Uh, just to, obviously, for those who didn't already know, Milford is back in the squad. Mm. He is. Um, more signing news as you're doing some research there real quick. Yeah. Um, Brett Naden signs with the Doggies on a two-year deal starting at the, uh, sorry, starting <laughs> at the end of uh, this year. So starting next year till the end the, of 2023. Are the Panthers becoming the, the Dogs um, recruitment? Feet. Yeah, the feeder club. Yeah. <laughs> well, not the, the feeder, but like, yeah. That's their recruitment club. Like they're just yeah. using them to recruit their, their next players. I don't think it's just the dogs either. I think there's quite a few players that are, uh, quite a few teams that are wanting to poach players from the Panthers. Like well, we picked up Tarmel last year or this year. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, I th- to be honest, like they're losing a couple of good players, but I think that the Panthers are actually comfortable with it because they just have such a glut of talent. Like, like they're yeah, they're stacked in so many places. It's crazy. Like, there's people not playing at, at, in Penrith who are first graders every week elsewhere. So, like, I know Brett Naden was injured and he had some personal stuff going on too. Um, but even if he was 100% fit and well to go, like ready to go, I don't think you can replace Paul Momorowski or Stephen Crichton. No, I agree. And and even with Crichton out fullback, they've put Burton in the centres and he's fucking killing it. Yeah, exactly. And, he, and he's not in their future plans either. Like it's it's insane. Yeah, it's um They're quite loaded. interesting. Yeah, a good good signing for the dogs, but um for sure. And I mean. On that Burton news, I have heard rumor that there might be a backflip going on, but I I saw that too. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Um, Jake Simpkins extends the deal with the Tigers, uh, signs on until the end of twenty twenty four. Pretty happy with it. I've even though we've been losing, I have enjoyed watching him at the um, booking role and seeing what he has to offer. I think his um, his defense could probably improve a bit, but he's definitely you can tell he's a He's a ball playing number nine, which is good to see. Um, and one more hasn't been official or anything like that, but um, the rumor at the moment is that Adam Reynolds is set to sign with the Sharks. I saw that too. Do you think that's is that happen? Is that happening? Well, it. I mean, usually when the NRL itself posts something like this, you would expect that um, it probably is going to happen, as opposed to like Clarkies or whoever else, all those sites and other podcasts and stuff out there that kind of hear things and then they just make a comment and it kind of snowballs as social media does. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I um, I think that's massive for the Sharks. And it doesn't surprise me because I know the Broncos inquired, but I think that Adam Reynolds made it pretty clear that he doesn't want to leave Sydney. So Yeah, yeah. And um, obviously they've just lost Townsend. Um, I don't know if Sean Johnson's part of the... That's a huge upgrade. Hey, like, let's let's be real. Yeah. I like Townsend. I think he's solid, but like going from Townsend to Adam Reynolds is crazy. Yeah. I mean, bear in mind, Townsend won a premiership. Oh, like, as I say, I rate Townsend, but yeah. I just, I just personally, I think Adam Reynolds is another level. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's all I had on the signing news as of now. Um, we covered off the ones last week and I think last week I did mention that Townsend was going to go to the North Queensland. And then obviously I think it was the night of or the day yeah. after yeah. it happened. Yeah. True. Peter Gentle, just for the listeners, Peter Gentle was the Broncos assistant coach who took over for five games at the end of last season. Ah, there you go. So yeah. Yeah. It was a quarter of the season left. Yeah. Um, Speaking of quarter of the season, though, we're like almost halfway through. Well, not halfway through, but like we're. If, yeah, yeah. If it was a 20 week season like last year, we'd be almost halfway through. Yeah, no, we're a third is, of the way through, which is still, it's moving quickly. It is, considering that we've won a game apiece. So. Um, That's not good. <laughs> is there still hope? <laughs> oh, man. It's a rough time to be a fucking a, a league fan if, you're, if your club is the Tigers or the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, even I'm, the doggies, the, even the doggies, got off the board. They did, they did. Uh, I was really, really happy for them. Um, any other news before we head into the week that was? I think no. They, I mean, obviously, we talk about the Bronx probably more than people want to hear, but um, they are my uh, team. I don't think the, so. We're in Queensland. I think most of our audience is Queenslanders. True, um, but obviously, there's a lot of rumors getting around right now, which 
I just wanted to say, like, I, I don't even, it's, it's impossible to know what to, what's real and what's not real. And that's, it's one of the pros and cons of being a, a one horse town. You know, the, the, the rumor mill is forever ongoing. Every halfback or five, eight that's off contract either this year, next year, or any time in the next 15 years is being mentioned as a possible recruitment target. That's true. Um, just before we do move on, as you, like, as you said, they've been, talking about like every other half. Um, yeah. There has been that rumor that they're looking to go after Ponga and Mitch Moses. Yeah. Um, and so also that's... not only that, they, they're um, apparently there was a, a third person, which was Sean Johnson was also. Yeah. 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 Also in the rumor mill as well. So um, yeah, man. I mean, look, Imagine Sean Johnson playing in a Broncos Jersey. It'd be weird. It'd be I really weird. Up. I really love Sean Johnson. Like he is, he's in my top five all time. Hey, believe yeah, it or not. He's an X Factor player. But it's not even, it's more than his game itself. I actually really rate Sean Johnson, the man. I just, I just think he's a quality person. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just respect him a lot. And, and, and it only cemented it further if you haven't listened and um, you should. There's a podcast that he did recently um, for... Um, What's his face? Bloke in a beer. Bloke in a yeah. bar, sorry. Um, bloke in a beer. Bloke in a beer. I mean, he's, he's, he could be, he's in a beer. Um, Sean Johnson did a pod with him and um, it's fucking awesome. And yeah. just, you should listen to it. He's quality. He's a good, he's a good bloke. So I'd, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd getting, love to have him at the Bronx, to be honest. But get, Getting to know the man behind the jersey is really good. Yeah, it's cool. Mm. But anyway, mate, it's a, that's a big rumor, but if we could get Mitch Moses and, <laughs> and Caelan Pong, I fucking hell. Yeah, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> I still can't believe that the Cowboys let him go. That just doesn't make sense to anyone. Anyways, yeah. the week that was. Thursday night, we had round seven kickoff with the Panthers once again showing their dominance by beating the Knights 24-6. to six. Um, I believe the same game last year had the, um, had the, the only game that... Panthers drew last year. Mm. Um, but yeah, the Panthers got the win this year. Obviously their form is just on another level right now. Um, it's incredible. Even with the close games, they're finding ways to win. And do you reckon that they might go undefeated? No. No, you reckon they're going to slip up against who the storm? Um, who can beat them? I mean, on the day, most a lot of teams uh, can. I yeah, I was going to say, honestly, there's, 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 six, seven, eight teams that can do it. Yeah. Um, they've been good without being great the last couple of weeks. They were pretty good against the Knights, but they only beat the Bronx by eight the week before. We're talking about a Broncos team that's won one game and yeah. has struggled for the most part. Now, in saying that, I think that team would have beaten most teams that night, but the Panthers held on and got it done. So they, they are very good. Yeah. I do think like Roosters, Storm, Rabbits, Para, you know, they're all a real real contender for them and and um to be honest this week they play manly and and um i wouldn't be taking manly lightly we'll be talking about what they've just been doing so yep yes indeed um first game on friday we had a first half hat trick from david fafita but still wasn't good enough to get the job done um as the titans went down to the bunnies 40 to 30 that was the best game of the round i really enjoyed watching that game same same and i really don't like the titans but that was a cracking game. And I really enjoyed 
um, barracking for the rabbits to get the win. <laughs> <laughs> I think barracking for the rabbits without the troll Mitchell in it just kind of makes sense. Oh yeah, it feels so much more comfortable with. I feel so much more comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, but no, that was a really cracking game. Both teams left it all out there. It was awesome game. Awesome, yeah. awesome game. You see, 70, 70 points. Probably not for the purists that enjoy the old um, defense, but yeah. But overall, that was a cracker game. They both just fucking went hard. It was awesome. Yeah, I mean, after the uh, the start from the Titans, you thought they're going to stop this game out. This is going to be um, this is going to be hectic. And then, yeah, second half came along, and the Bunnies just they fought their way back into it. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah, really my, fun game to watch. My tipping was a bit off this week, and that was one game where I went rabbits, and I was sweating. I I, I was sweating fucking thirty minutes in, going, "This is." This is not looking good, but... Um, yeah, well, I, I tipped the Titans and I was thinking, yeah, this is looking good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just, before we move on, I, I have to um, I have to succumb to the fact that this, you know, last year on this pod, I said that um, I was glad that the Broncos didn't pay overs for Fafita. Um, I, and ch- change of mind? Yeah, I have to, mate. You have to yeah. look at what he's been doing. Honestly, he's it's fucking stupid. How good he's he a is. wrecking ball. It's I'm I've got no I don't have enough superlatives to describe him. It, yeah, it, it's fucking mental how good he is. So I it's I yeah I fully retract those comments because he is worth every cent. Nah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> might might have to see if we can contact him and get him on the pod. <laughs> um, yeah, cracker game. Second game on Friday, we saw the Eels pick up the win over the Broncos once again, forty-six to six. Um, which, in my notes, because I wrote this uh, these notes yesterday, I said might have been the last game for Dearden. Um, obviously, was the last game for Dearden. Um, yeah, expected it. Um, yeah, I did. I think Para have, the t- they've got the wood over us and they actually, they, they have a style that the Bronx are just really not equipped to deal with. Yeah. It's they've got this- a, they've got a really quick ruck and, yeah. and they really get our big guys on the back foot quickly. And then what they, they do really well is once they, they get that pressure and they, they draw everybody in through that quick ruck speed, they've got a really, they're like Moses and that their long ball is so effective. And I think yeah. that all they do is they they drag everybody in, they hit those rucks, but then they just hit that long out ball, and there's just not enough not enough defenders out there. You, you're three on one, three on two, pretty much every time, and they just they were too good. And that's Paris' game. And against the good clubs, you know, like you see that those that if, that doesn't rattle those guys the way it does us. The Bronx are just not equipped to handle it. Yeah, Later, laterally we don't handle that very well at all. So I kind of saw it coming and never, never fucking excited by 46-6. But, mm. And I have way too many Parramatta fans in my life. Um, I hear all about that every single time. So I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe next year. Maybe next year. Or I think you come across, come across them again this year, hey? Yeah, I think we play them a few times. Yeah, We've already played them twice. <laughs> oh, okay. Then you probably don't then. I can't yeah. imagine you play a team three times. Yeah, um, <laughs> first first game on Saturday, we had the doggies finally get the first win of the season, being the Sharks 19 19 12? 18 12. Right? 18 12. Why is what? my notes wrong? What happened to the Sharks? Um, I honestly, I the Bulldogs have been building for the past two weeks, like since have that they... storm game. Not, yeah, they have since that storm game. 
they've actually been putting points on the board and then um the sharks probably just rocked up thinking that they're gonna take the win and the sharks um, were fucking terrible yeah the, the crazy thing is the dogs were not even good the sharks were just really really bad like i don't know if you've seen this the sharks had 58 percent of the possession yeah but yet they only completed 66%. That is disgusting. Yeah, you're not going to win a game with that. Oh. Um, and, yeah, it was, like, it was good to see that the, the doggies actually took advantage of the opportunities they had. Though the, they were the, dogs, the dogs had 40 missed tackles. Cronulla only had 16. Yeah. But, the, but, the, the, but Cronulla had 16 errors to the dogs' eight. Like, they done, Cronulla literally did everything they could to lose that game, and they still only lost by six. Like, mm. I, I was gobsmacked. I could yeah. not believe what I was seeing. Not a good return for Sean Johnson, I'll tell you that. Um, the second game on Saturday, and the last game on Saturday, actually, we um, had the second upset of the round where we saw the Cowboys beat the Raiders 26 to 24. Stitch up. Absolute. Pretty happy I with went, that. I went Raiders. Did you go Raiders or Dogs? Uh, Cows, sorry. Um, no, I, I did. Uh, no, I went Raiders doing the smart play, but like, hey. I, <laughs> but I'm happy that the Cowboys won. And that's saying something because the Cowboys are my least favorite team in the comp. Yeah. And the, the Raiders, like, they just, they sucked in the second half. Yeah. Um, they should have won that game. Yeah. And there were obviously a few calls that um, the Cowboys probably should not have gotten. Um, yeah. They but, never, they never get the, Rub with the green, the cows. So you exactly. Gotta, you got to so let them have that one. Just look past it, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as usual, Sticky was pretty, um, pretty red, pretty mad. No, that doesn't sound like him. <laughs> He's good for the game, man. The way he, he really carries is. on. I, I, love, I love that shit. Yeah, let him talk. Don't find, don't find it. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, the first game on Sunday, we had um, the first Anzac game actually. Um, well, first game on Anzac Day, uh, Turbo and DC put on a show as the Manly Seagulls destroyed the Tigers 40 to 6. Um, Oof. And that could have been more, too, can I just say? Oh, yeah, definitely. I like that. that, that the last, that, I think I was just kind of looking at it then. I know that they scored late, Manly, but they honestly, they, they bombed a couple, too. Yeah. The, um, the first 15, 20 minutes-ish, um, Tigers got up. They got a score on the board. I thought, okay, yeah, they they got all the ball. They're starving Manly the ball. But as soon as Manly had that opportunity and Turbo got his hand on the ball, our defense crumbled. Yeah. He looks like he's not Mr. Beat, hey, since coming back. like Absolutely crumbled. I, it's, yeah. As soon, I, I, um... I was I was watching the game, and as soon as DCE almost got that hat trick and ended up passing it on to I can't remember who. Oh, Mighty Power, Mighty mm. <laughs> Power running through. That's so so weird. Yeah, um, biggest he, support player ever. He's so good, Marty. He really is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that those five tries and like no three tries, five minutes or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, as soon as that happened, I was like, well, I'm going out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I left, left home and didn't watch the rest of the game until, <laughs> until later where I obviously had to watch it in order to um, make, it. make a clear decision on 
and a certain award as well. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Um, where to now for the Tigers? Uh, who knows? There's been a lot of talk about the the coach on the hot seat. Um, really? I I still think we should stick with Madge, um, but I think we need to get a an assistant coach or someone in the coaching side who is a great defensive coach. All right, like we should adopt more of the NFL and have like specific coaches for specific. And I know we kind of do. We've got like that halves coach and stuff like that. But yeah. I, I don't think. Not during the game. I think that the head coach is the one calling all the shots. But yeah. Is it time to let Luke Brooks go yet? Uh, yeah. I just, I mean, you know my stance. I've never really rated him that highly, but. Yeah, I, I still think that he. He has the potential, just he's just not getting he's not getting the uh, your, team, your team on paper is like it's not even that bad. Yeah. Like your team on paper is pretty solid, man. Like Noah Faluma is awesome. Yeah, it's a it, we do have a, Dane, bit of a bit of a young side as well. You do. But like Laurie, like Brooks, Tom, like Brooks, I don't rate, but Tarmel. You know, Offen Gowie's experience. Lay Le- Lua's been amazing. Alex Twal is solid. Yeah. I don't understand why you're only playing him 45, 40, 45 minutes a game. I'm he's, not sure. He's got so much more in him. I think it's fucking stupid that you're only playing him that much. He's There, he's there was good. something in that game on the weekend where we, we were slow from the get-go. Like, when I yeah. saw them tackling, I'm thinking, why are they tackling so slow? Why yeah. are they getting up out of the line so slow? What's happening right now? Is this... Like obviously, it was a sign of the the game. Uh, you but, were at home too, weren't you? Though, uh, well, as home as you could call Bankwest. Oh, you're at Bankwest, right? I mean, it's still West, but yeah, it's it's, it's not, still it's, technically a that's home. Paris, that's Parramatta's home game. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, anyways, we'll let's get off the Tigers um, yeah. and move on to game two on Anzac Day. Uh, we saw the Roosters lose Teddy early, but still went on to the, went on with the job, beating the Dragons thirty four to ten. This was the, one of the first games that uh, almost or did ruin me in fantasy. Did you go Dragons? No, no, no in fantasy. Oh, sorry. fantasy. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Um, between of Teddy. The, yep, yep. Teddy went down, and also in the next game when George Jennings went down, both players. In my starting side, between the two of them, got me 15 points um, and cost me a very important fantasy match. <laughs> it was literally like any, yeah, if any of them actually stayed on the field for the full full 80, I would have been fine. But no, no, they, um, they were out to get me. Anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, they beat the Dragons 34 to 10. Um. Went, went to plan, really. I expect yeah. the Roosters to get it done, even even with, the, like you said, without Teddy or whatever, but they're just they're just a better team. Yeah, and they obviously know, like, Ben Hunt almost made it on the side, but he wasn't ready. Yeah. Um, and the final game of the round, we had Melbourne put on a show, beating the Warriors 42-10. to 10. Um, The Storm were just, they're so good. Yeah. And the scoreline flattered the, the Warriors in the end. They yeah. scored two tries in the last seven minutes. Yeah. Like, they were cooked. The The Storm demolished them. As the Storm do. As the Storm do. They're so good, hey? And they didn't even... 
They didn't even have their full squad. <laughs> yeah, insane. Insane. Um, yeah, I think what Paps is still out for another two or three weeks. Um, missing, missing him in my fantasy team, I can tell you that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I was, I, I'm missing him, obviously, but um, at the same time, I don't mind. I still had the coverage, but clearly not last week. No. Everyone decided to fall over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get on to, obviously, this week coming, I do want to do announce something or kind of give out a special award. Mm-hmm. Um, this week's this week's golden D was very difficult to give out, in my opinion. Oof. In my opinion, hard, very, hard. Would you say? Oh, it was. The it D was, is hard. Yeah, it was super hard. Like, trying to, <laughs> I just couldn't wrap my hands around it. Um, oh, Jesus! <laughs> there were many players. Wrap my head around it. Sorry, not my hands. Um, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yikes! Um, yeah, there were many players in contention, uh, but this man stepped up. This man stepped up in the absence of a key player and assisted in leading his team around the pack and ultimately getting the W. Um, this past week also made him equal with the most games played in the NRL by a Kiwi. Ooh. Hmm. With two tries, a line break, three line break, wait, sorry, a line break, three line break assists and a couple of vintage flip pasts. Flick passes. Fuck it, uh, I'll get it out, mate. I know, I'm sorry. It's just it's too big. It's too big. Uh, this week's on D goes to the one and only Benji freaking Marshall. Benji, what is he? Fucking 49, 50? Yeah, I think he's like double Camp Smith's age or something. <laughs> he just he keeps on keeping on, doesn't he? He does. And yeah, this week is obviously going to um, surpass Adam Blair. In becoming the number one, um, who's played the most games as a Kiwi. Kiwi. It, isn't it interesting? Like just um, something that I've noticed is, and it's this is not new. This is not new, and I'm certainly not the first to think of it. But it goes to show you the difference it makes for you as an individual player when you're playing with good people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when you're a good player in a shit team, you become an average player. Mm-hmm. For the most part. That's exactly how Mitch Moses was. True. It's just, I just find that interesting because you put Benji in that Rabbits team and he just looks like a fucking world beater. Yeah. And and he's doing all the right things. Don't get me wrong. It's He's doing the work. He's he's doing it. But he's got options to to feed off, to, you know, to utilize his skill set. Danny Cook just, out of dummy half. Like he just, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's fucking, he's man, he looks like... He's rewound the clock 10 years. It's, yeah. It's, it's stupid. It's so good. It's, I love it. Benji's a good egg too. Yeah, he is. He's, he's a good egg for sure. For sure. But one, yeah, once again, congratulations, Benji. We'll, um, Golden we'll D, first ever. First, first ever. Time, first time he's taken the D. He has. And it was a big one of that too. Very good. Um, that's enough about the D. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's move on to, uh, <laughs> what are we, week eight? We are week eight. Round eight of the 2021 NRL Premiership. Man, there's some... Actually, let's just... Just before we hop into the teams, I want to read out the ladder real quick. Oh, do we have to? Yeah, we do. I'm sorry. Top eight, we had the Panthers, Eels, Rabbitohs, Storm, Roosters, Dragons, Titans, Raiders. Um, anyone there you expected not to be there at the start, other than the Dragons? Um, 
Dragons, yeah, they're the only one. Yeah, you honest. had you had sharks up there, I'm pretty sure. Did I? Maybe it was knights. Not too sure. I think I struggled with like seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure I had all of those teams in there except for the dragons. Okay. Okay. I can I can triple check, but um. Yeah. Um, I did. The, I think you're right. I think I did have the sharks in there. Actually, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, the warriors in the nine. Um, knights ten, mainly eleven, but very fast increasing. Um, Do you know that, just just something interesting? Before sorry, yeah. something that's interesting is there's two teams in the top eight that had a negative points difference. Yeah, and then there's a team that's sitting thirteenth that's positive eight, and that's the Sharks. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's cra- That's crazy. That's bonkers, right? Mm. Um, yeah, uh, Knights in 10, 11 Manly, twelve Cowboys, thirteen Sharks, fourteen West Tigers, fifteen Broncos, and sixteen Bulldogs. We're fighting in that points differential right now. It's Tigers, a Tigers, Broncos, Bulldogs have all only got the one win. Yeah. And dif- differences to points, obviously, as you said. And it's not close at the moment. The Doggies have definitely got the worst points differential. But a couple more weeks of you and your team and my team getting flogged like they have been and they'll be, they'll be right there. Yep. We'll be fighting for the spoon eventually. Um, oh. It's not good to hear, is it? I can't handle I can't handle two spoons in a row. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, the good thing about spoons is they kind of like they cup together, so true. I can hide. You can store them well. Hide one um, behind the other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first game of round eight, we see the Raiders up against the Rabbitohs at GIO Stadium. Um, this is going to be a good game, in my opinion. Okay. Um, the Raiders lining up with Caleb Akins once again at fullback. Uh, the wings, Bailey Simonson and Jordan Arapana. Uh, the centres, Sebastian Chris and Curtis Scott. And your halves, Jack Whiten and George Williams. The forwards, Ryan James. Tom Starling still locking down that nine jersey while Hodgson is out. Um, in the 10, Emre Gula, Corey Haribo-Naira, Elliot Whitehead and Ryan Sutton. The interchange is Havili, Tarpani, Corey Horsburgh, and Hudson Young. I like that interchange. I like it a lot. Um, the Rabbitohs lining up with Cody Walker in the one jersey. Um, what? Fly, fly kick at fullback. I mean, they got Benji and Reynolds in the halves. So. True. Um, Alex Johnson and uh, Jackson Paulo on the wings. Dan Gagai and Campbell Graham in the centres. I said your halves are already Benji and Adam Reynolds. Uh, the forwards consist of Thomas Burgess, Damien Cook, Jai Arrow, Keon Kalomatangi, Jaden Sewer, and Cam Murray. The interchange, Mark Nichols, Liam Knight, Jacob Host, and Patrick Mago. Uh, Harmaselli can't crack the team, and Stephen Masters, who played last week, also is not there. Um... A bit crazy that Soliola is a reserve player as well at the moment. <laughs> He's a good player. Um, oh, so I didn't also I didn't mention Papaliti isn't there for the Raiders either. He's taking a week off. He's taking a week off. Ah, oh, he's been given a week off, and so has Jared Croker. I think Jared Croker's injury, but Josh Papaliti has actually um, been dropped for the week. Mm, that's interesting. Indeed. Rabbits will win that one. Yeah, I also agree. Especially with Cody Walker at fullback. That's going to be interesting. It is interesting, yeah. He can play anywhere, can't he? Good old fly kick. What the? 
All right, second game, uh, the first game Friday is um, the Storm versus the Sharks, um, which is an interesting one. This one's in in Melbourne at Amy Park. The, the Sharks are seven dollars outsiders, which I think is huge. Um, fullback is Nico Hines for the Storm, Remus Smith and Adokar on the wings. Remembering Adokar's off the dogs next year, isn't he? He is indeed. Jeez, they've got some good signings on their way. Um, Eisenhuth and Olam, uh, Justin Granite Olam, for those that don't know, he is in the centres. Munster and Hughes in the halves with Bromwich. Brandon Smith in the nine jersey with Christian Welsh in the 10. Felice Kafusi, Kenny Bromwich, and Tui Kamakamika is the lock forward. Interchange is Harry Grant in a 14 jersey, which I think is disgusting that he's not starting. Dale <laughs> Fanukin in the 15, Chris Lewis in the 16, and Riley Jacks rounds out the 17. For the Sharkies, William Kennedy at the back with Herodi and Connor Tracy on the other wing. Chambers, Will Chambers, the former Storm player, is playing for the Sharks this week against the Storm. Love to see it. It's going to be interesting. He's facing up against Tom Eisenhuth, which I find to be fucking strange. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, Ramian is the other centre. Sean Johnson and Townsend in the halves. Tolman, Blake Braley, Aaron Woods up front with Britton Nakora, Wade Graham and Toby Rudolph is your 13. The interchange is Wilton, Trindle, Williams and Hamlin Ueli for the Sharks. I really like Wilton. Teague Wilton is a he's a he's gun. Good. He's a good player. He's a good fantasy player too. Yeah, he is. Who you got? Uh, oh. You know what? I think Storm's going to win it, but I think it's going to be a close game. Like, okay. I reckon even like a potential Sean Johnson field goal could do it or a Cam Munster field goal. I think yeah. it's going to be a lot closer than people are expecting it to be. Yeah, fair enough. These, these teams always kind of go like, pretty tight and ever since that, that grand final that the Sharkies won. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Sharks will stand up for the Storm, but I think the Storm are going to be too good. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I am also saying Storm for the record. All right, but the second game on Friday, we see the Broncos up against the Titans at Suncorp Stadium. You thinking mm. about it? I'm away this weekend for footy myself, so um, otherwise I would have been keen. I wish it was at the Gold Coast. I could have gone. I'm, I'm at the Goldie. Oh, okay. So you're not running out for the Broncos this week? Nah. I was <laughs> thought of, I, I saw there was... I tagged you in the, um, the open. <laughs> the Tigers are having an open trial. That's how fucking desperate you like that. <laughs> um, oh, it makes me sad. So if the Bronx had an open trial, look, I mean, Kevy, as you'll see in the lineup, he's, he's tinkering, so... I'm here, Kevy, if you need me, mate. <laughs> uh, the Broncos lining up with Jermaine Osako at fullback, the wings, Xavier Coates and Corey Oates. Um, the centres, Jesse Arthurs and Herbie Fineworth. Your halves are this week, Anthony Milford and Tyson Gamble. We've taken the gamble. Um, Tyson Gamble's a great half. I miss him at the Tigers playing reserves. Yeah. Um, the forwards consist of Matt Lodge, Jake Turpin, Payne Haas, and Jordan Rickey, who is in the starting side now, after I traded him out a couple of weeks ago. Um, Tabita Pangar Jr. and Patrick Carrigan. The interchange, Danny Levi, Tom Flegler, Ethan Bullimore, and Reese Kennedy. Um, reserves, Tessie New still can't crack it. And Brody Croft has been dropped, along with Tom Dearden as well. Crazy. Absolutely. What world do we live in right now? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's um, I, I don't even know what to say to be honest. It's random. It's different. It's random, and he's he's just it's a fucking hope and a prayer at this point, isn't it? It seems like this feels like a, this just feels like a fucking, fuck it. Yeah, he threw all the names in a bucket and just threw it up in the air. And whatever came out <laughs> was playing. Oh, that's, that's um, scary. The Titans are lining up with Alexander Brimson at the back, uh, Anthony Don and Corey Thompson on the wings. I just want to say Corey Thompson's been killing it, man. He has been absolutely killing it. He is he's, very he's got good. some good players around him and he looks like he's really enjoying his footy. Not like he never hasn't. He's um, no. always got a smile on his face and uh, fantasy-wise, he's killing it too. Yeah. Um, the centres, Brian Kelly and Philip Sami. Um, the halves at... Ashley Taylor and Jamal Fogarty. The forwards, Jared Wallace, Mitch Rain, Mo Fodawaker in the 10 jersey still. Um, and to round out the forwards, you've got Kevin Proctor, David Fafida, and Tyrone Peachy. The interchange, Aaron Clark, Jamin Jolliffe, Herman Essay Essay, and Sam McIntyre. Um, Tanner Boyd still not in the side due to Ashley Taylor. Um, not surprised. Yeah. Who you got? This is the sort of game that the Broncos can just come out and do a number. Coming off a big loss. Uh, I just, I've got no faith in us right now, to be honest. And I just, as much as like, I totally appreciate what Kevy's doing in a sense that he's like holding people accountable. Like if you're playing fucking shit, he's like, well, you don't deserve your spot. So I get it. And it's not even playing shit. It's, it's the lack of effort. Um, so I, I get it and I can appreciate what he's trying to do, but the, the, the unfortunate byproduct of what he's doing is that there's no consistency in the team. Like the, the, the forwards are not, you know, used to running off the half or, you know, there's just, they don't have the, that cohesion that you get when you've got the same team rolling out week to week for the most part. I think that's why we'll, we'll get beat. I'll go to the Titans. Okay. Yeah. I am also going to the Titans as well. Um, right. Penrith and the Sea Eagles. This could be game of the round. Hey, if the if the if the Sea Eagles turn up like they have been the last two weeks, um, if you're interested in getting on the Sea Eagles, they're paying a neat, nice little five dollar. Nice little five dollar. Okay. Um, Panthers still in Edwards at the back with Staines and To'o. Crichton and Burton are in the centres. Luai and Cleary in the halves. Moses Leota is your eight with Coruscant in the nine, James Fisher-Harris in the 10 jersey with Kikau, Capewell, and Isaiah Yeo is your 13. Interchanges, Tyrone May, Spencer Lanieu, Matt Eisenhuth, and Liam Runnett-Straight-Martin rounds it out the 17. For Manly, you got Turbo Tom Travojevic is in the one jersey with Jason Saab, and Ruben Garrick on the wings, Bad Parker and Morgan Harper, your centers. Kieran Foran in the six with Cherry Evans in the seven. They've looked good together lately. Mm. Um, Paseka is your eight with Lachlan Croker up in the nine jersey and Marty Tapao in 10. Um, Hamoli Ola Kaatu. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 11. Um, Josh Schuster in the 12 and Jakey Mini Turbo Travojevic. <laughs> is in the 13 with the interchange Cade Cust, Josh Alloway, Sean Kepi, and Sipley, Toa Fofoa Sipley. Oh boy. Hey, what? 
pretty solid bench, to be honest. Like Kepi, Alloway, and Cade Cast, like those three are pretty solid. And I don't know a lot about Sipley, but um, I think that's a pretty decent, pretty decent. Bench. I can tell you, Sipley has a bad haircut, but that's about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Who you got, Manly or the Penny Panthers? Keep the unbeaten streak alive. Um. Yeah, I think the Panthers are going to do it, but I think the Manly are going to really give them a yeah. give them a scare. Look, I think I'll put my money on the Panthers, but I smell a little sneaky ambush here, eh? Yeah. It's um, it's just what Des wants. So. Mm. And it's at Bathurst as well. So. Yeah, that's interesting. That is cool. Um, the second game on Saturday, we see the Bulldogs up against the Eels. Um, the Bulldogs are lining up with Nick Meany at fullback, the Wings, Nick Kotrick and uh, Katoa. Um, the that's interesting. Oh, okay, they had two guitars playing this week. Um, <laughs> the centers Will Hopawade and Corey Allen, your halves Kyle Flanagan and Jake Avarillo. The forwards consist of Dylan Napa, Sione Katoa in the hooking role, uh, Luke Thompson in the 10, Adam Elliott, Chris Smith, and Corey Waddell round out the forwards. Uh, the interchange is Brad Dietz, um, a Tony. Avart Siu Manafanai and Matt Dury. I guess if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Hmm. Um, the Eels are lining up with the usual uh, Clint Gutherson at fullback with Mike Acevo and Blake Ferguson on the wings. Uh, Tom Opacek and Murata Niakora in the centres. The ha- oh, sorry. Yeah, the halves, Dylan, uh, Dylan Brown and Mitch Moses. The forwards are RCG. Reed Marnie, Junior Paul in the 10, Sean Lane, Isaiah Papali'i, and Nathan Brown round out the forwards there with the interchange being Oregon Kafusi, Ryan Madison, Hayes Dunster, and Bra- Bryce Cartwright, who had his one good game a decade last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm, I'm not vibing with old Bryce Cartwright. No. Um Hip thrust is still in the reserves, and so is Jordan Rankin. Interesting. I'd be happy to have Rankin at the Tigers right now. Would you? Throw him in that halfback role. See what happens. Fair enough. Who you got? Um, it's tougher than I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. Oh boy. Boy, boy, boy. I'm going to go the Eels. Yeah. Well, the doggies are paying $7 if you feel like throwing your money away. Oh, I mean, like, I'd happily throw money away on the dogs and, <laughs> dogs and Manly. Maybe even go the third leg with the um, the Tigers beating the Dragons. There you go. Um, Super Saturday continues with McDonald's Jones, McDonald Jones Stadium hosting the Knights versus the Roosters. Um, interestingly, another one where the home team is the is the outsider. There's a bit of that going around. Um, I was just looking at that before. So the Raiders are outsiders at home. The Broncos are outsiders at home. The Doggies are outsiders at home. The Knights are outsiders at home. Um, it's pretty interesting. Anyway, um, as I said, that's the... Super Saturday, you got Ponga at the back for the Knights with Stafford Toa and Braden Musgrove on the wing. 
Uh, Tuala and Best in the centres. Kurtman, Blake Green in the halves. Clemmer up front. Jaden Braley in the nine jersey. Daniel Saifidi in the 10. Tyson Frizzell is the second row with Mitch Barnett. And then your lock is Connor Watson. Interchange is uh, Sawasusu with Jacob Saifidi, Josh King, and Brody Jones. Uh, the Roosters have Teddy at the back, um, Tupo and Brett Morris on the wings, Josh Morris and Joe Manu in the centres, Drew Hutchison, Sam Walker, issue six and seven, Isaac Liu in the eight jersey, Sam Verrills in the nine, Lindsay Collins is starting in the 10 jersey with Crichton, Tupanua and Radley rounding out 13. Interchange is um, Ben Marsh, uh, Waria Hargreaves, Nat Butcher and Takeaho. Yes, indeed. Joseph um, Suali on the extended reserves bench. Very big possibility that if Teddy doesn't pull up after the um, concussion protocols, that you might see Suali in that fullback full role. Watch this space. Watch it, indeed. I hope he does pull out, though, because, like, pull up, pull through, whatever the word is. Pull through. Um, because I need him to play this week. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. Um... Do you reckon the Roosters are going with it? I do, yeah. The Knights haven't really been all that crash off for, for me. Yeah, no, you're right. I am the same as well. Um, I do want to say Sam Walker once again had a stellar game last week as well. Yeah, he's playing really well. Yeah. He's playing really well. Um, is he? A, was he a Bronco at one point? He was, yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. That's all right. I thought I'd do it, considering you always do it for the Tigers. Anthony <laughs> Anthony Seabold, I believe, told him that um, he was a fullback and not a half. And happy for him to go. Apparently, you fuckhead. Wow. Right? Wow. He's a fullback, is he? Interesting. Apparently. If it was a fullback, put him in fullback and see what happens. Anyway. That's what that's what Tanner Boyd... Uh, that's what um, Anthony Seabold apparently... Told him. Tanner Boyd, what the heck? Where was that come from? I don't know. <laughs> I, do you know where it came from? My mind was in a different place because I was thinking about all of the halves that the Bronx have let go recently. Oh, they let go Tanner Boyd as well? Yeah, Tanner Boyd was a Bronco. Ash yeah, Taylor right. was a Bronco. Yeah. Um, obviously, Dearden's on his way out. Obviously, Ben Hunt, um, Sam Walker. Uh, there's more. It's yeah. crazy. There's a lot of people. Insane. Reese um, Walsh. Walsh is, you'll see him in the next game. We will. Are you Roosters in that game too? Yeah? Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, first game on Sunday, we see the Warriors up against the Cowboys at Central Coast Stadium in Gosford. Um, the Warriors lining up with RTS at fullback, who played the game on the wing last week, which was interesting. Mm. Um, David Fusatua and Ken Romalo on the wings with Adam Pompey and Rocco Berry in the centres. Who? Rocco Berry. Rocco. Rocco. Uh, the forwards, Jermaine Tanua-Brown, uh, Wade Egan, Kane Evans in the 10 jersey. Um, Josh Curran, who got through his um, his judiciary hearing and had his tackle downgraded. Um, ben Murdoch-Masilla and <laughs> Tohu Harris. I don't know if you've, been, if you've been like getting around on the NRL fantasy Facebook pages, but um, he is now known as Toby Harris. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the interchange does Jazz Tavunga, Leeson Armour, Bunty Afoa, and Bailey Siren. What an interchange. Oh my goodness. 
It's pretty solid, eh? That's a good interchange. Uh, the Cowboys are lining up with Valentine. Oh, sorry. Um, the Harves, Reese, Walsh, and Cody Nicarima. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, the Cowboys, <laughs> Valentine Holmes, a fullback with Carl Feld and uh, Tuolangi on the other wing. Um, Justin O'Neill and Connolly Lemuelu in the centers. Mm. The halves, Scott Drinkwater and Ben Hampton, who's been pretty great as well. Yeah. Um, the forwards, Cohen Hess in the eight jersey, Reese Robson in the nine, and Jordan McLean in the ten. And to round out the forwards, you have Shane Wright, Ben Condon, and Jason Tomalolo, who um, might make his return after breaking his second hand of 2021. Crazy, yeah. Um, and the interchange, Jake Granville, Lachlan Burr, Francis Molo, and Corey Jensen. Um, what blows my mind is that uh, Jake Granville has only played 150-odd games of NRL. That is crazy, huh? That my, I, for some reason, it just I always thought that he was like a veteran number nine, but hmm. turns out he's just cracked the 150 mark. Good on him, though. 150 games is no easy feat. Yeah, exactly. Um, who you got? Central Coast Stadium. Um, I don't know, honestly. I'm the cows have been playing good footy. They have. I think the Warriors, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I was going to say the same as well. Um, but I think it's a tough game. That's a really like flip of the coin game. Yeah, speaking of flip of the coin. Um, heads, Warriors, Tails, Cowboys? Sure. Hey, Siri. Heads or Tails? It's Heads. You're right. Warriors. Warriors it is. Very good. Sunday, last game of the round, sees the St. George Illawarra Dragons up against the West Magpie. <laughs> Western <laughs> Suburbs. <laughs> Um, West Tigers versus the Dragons. So we've got Dufty at the back for the Dragons with Ramsey and Fiagi. Fiagai, sorry. Is it? I don't know. I don't think they ever played. Max Fiagai, I think it is. Um, Jack Burden, Lomax in the centres. Corey Norman in the sixth jersey. Ben Hunt is your halfback. Blake Laurie up front with Adam McCulloch. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> Adam, <laughs> Andrew McCulloch in the nine. Paul Vaughan in the 10, Josh Kerr in the 11, Tarek Sims and Tyrrell Fuimayano. Interchanges, Adam Clune, Josh Maguire, Daniel Alvaro and Billy Burns. Billy Burns. Billy boy. The Tigers line up with Dane Laurie at the back, David Noah Faluma on the wing with Tommy Talau. Um, Joey Leilua in the centres with Jimmy the Jet Roberts. Adam Dewey in the sixth jersey with Luke Brooks in the seven. James Tamo up front with Jake Simpkin in the nine jersey. Alex Twile in the 10. Luke Garner is in the 11 jersey. Luciano Leoa in the 12. And Joe Offahengawi is in the 13. Interchanges M by. Uh, oh, fuck. Stefano Itui Kamano. That one gets me every time. Um, Alex Seafarth and Thomas McKayley. Um Interesting, Moses had his best game of the year last week for you guys in a losing side. He was pretty good. Yeah, he. Um, I don't mind him coming on um, in a different sort of role where it doesn't take a number nine off the field. Yeah. Um, it should take you seven off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. 
way. Do you know yeah, who yeah. shit? Do you know who really shit the bed for you guys last week? It was Tommy Talau. He was fucking terrible. No, James Roberts was. Yeah, James Roberts is pretty ordinary every week. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting sort of game. Um. I I had a friend uh, talk to me today, and he seems to think that uh, Josh McGuire is some sort of bad luck charm, where <laughs> the Cowboys couldn't win a game with him. Yeah. And then went to the Dragons, and the Dragons haven't won a game since. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. So, based on that, I'm back in the Tigers this week to get the win. Are you? Yep. Oof. That's huge. That is huge. I'm sticking to the Dragons. I think the Dragons will get the job done. It's our only game this week that is different. And I'll tell you what, I, I totally get your point. I think the Tigers could win, but I'll, I'll go the Dragons. Yeah, I mean, we can't turn up like we did last week. Surely not. Surely not. Like, one, one win can change it all. What oh, that. mate, 100%. Look what's happened at the cows. Look what happened at the dogs. Like And manly. And manly. Like, yeah, things can change quickly in, in a game of football. Yeah, we're um, still not uh, written out of the finals yet. You're, but, like I, I said it last week, and I probably jinxed you going into that game. She got pummeled. But yeah. you guys have been close in plenty of games this year. You're not far off. You're definitely better than where you sit on the ladder right now. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I hope that jinxes you and you continue. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Well, that does bring a close to week eight of the 2021 NRL season. Um, probably week of the oh, – sorry, game of the round, you reckon, Panthers-Manly? Um, no. No? Uh, I think that'll be a pretty good game. I'm just concerned that Manly don't turn up like they have in the past. Here's to hoping. Um, but to be honest, I'm I'm actually it sounds fucking crazy, but I'm actually looking forward to the Warriors Cowboys. Okay, fair, yeah. Um, but but in terms of like quality teams, you know, their positioning on the ladder, I think Panthers Manly, although Manly's in eleventh, so it's only that they've had a couple of good weeks. Yeah, realistically, they, if they win this week, they creep into the eight though. True. Realistically, Raiders Rabbits on Thursday should be should be a good game. Should be. If the, it just depends on what you get from the Raiders, but isn't it crazy? The Raiders have been pretty shit, yet they're in eighth. Yep. Yep. They've won important games, I guess. True. Um, and lost games they should have won, which is great to see because <laughs> they're on track for thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, but we will get the heck out of here. Don't forget to head over to um, to Instagram and drop us a follow at thechargedown.podcast. Benji Marshall. Benji golden Marshall, D. your Golden D winner. Um, if you are listening on iTunes... <laughs> congratulations, indeed. If you are listening on iTunes, um, drop us a review. It's um, much appreciated. And share who's, the podcast winning- with your friends. Just quickly, who's winning the Golden Day this week? You want to throw a name out there? Oh, okay. Um, preemptive Golden Day winner will be... Oh, it very well could be Dave Fafita if he puts up another hat-trick. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, what I'm going to say, I'm not going to say a name. I'm going to say that the Golden Day winner this week will be a forward. Oh, now given that you select the Golden Deer winner, you can just make that happen. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I wouldn't like if, if 
You're like, congratulations, James Tomow. <laughs> <laughs> if Tom Trebovitz came out and had a cracker of a game, I'm not going to deny it. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, also, good. I don't know if we mentioned, but Appy Coruscant is back in the nine jersey for Panthers. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's good. Yeah. Good to see. Very good. Very good. Um, but yeah, as I said, we're going to get the heck out of here. Peace. Tell, tell some friends about the podcast. Do it. Share the word. Spread the love. And we will see you next week. Peace out, y'all.